All right, let's talk nonstop shit about blurb. All right. I was I was gonna go throw my Yankees jersey on. Shit, I was like fucking Boston. <laughs> yeah, you guys have more of a rivalry. Whenever yep. the White Sox and the Red Sox play, I call it the Pink Sox game. Yeah, because that's no like the fuck I'm together. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I call it the myself. Uh, nobody oh. else, but. Oh wait, hang on. Who got Admiral Tiberius? I'm gonna grab a refill. Yeah, go ahead, man. Says, uh, just wanted to pop in and say hello, gentlemen. Keep it hot and ready. By the way, that sexy in The Last of Us Two physically hurt me. Holy shit! I I watched that um that video, and I don't have a dog in the uh, The Last of Us Two fight because I'm not a, a new a new console gamer or anything like that. Like I said, I've got a I've got all oh, nerdy blurb says Bo Sox Nation. I, I I'm a Yankees fan, bro. Which is weird, being me being from Michigan, but I'm a Yankees fan. So, yep. Flips and yeah. flips Braves. Um, Tiberius says I don't follow basketball. <laughs> no, we're, we're talking baseball right now, bro. But uh, no, I, I watched. Did you have you seen any of this with The Last of Us? This kind of like I said, I don't know if you're a gamer or not, but yeah, I mean, I know all about it. Yeah, definitely. I know I've, I've kept up on everything because it's been so interesting, especially with the way they were fucking with YouTube channels. Man, I was like, they're yeah. you know throwing them DMCA's at everybody like they're Oprah's book of the month. And it's like, what the hell, man? Like you, uh, you just, you're, you're just going to throw claims on people's memes and videos. You, you can't claim memes like, you know, videos that show, you know, a trailer image or like a still. Yeah. Like, how can you claim that? And then, you know, everybody found out about that. That Muso limited is just like a shell company. And it's, it's like how deep down the rabbit hole does this go? It goes way deep, man. For the for the sake of a fucking video game, it's just straight censorship. Is all it is, man. Oh, it's, it's it, it, it YouTube has been bad with that. They've been very bad with it. YouTube has if been really bad with that. Over the next five to ten years, there's going to be other companies come out and uh, other apps or however you want to put it, mm. uh, social media empires that are budding at this very moment as we sit here. Um, that people are like, uh, maybe, maybe not, but one of these is going to work. One of them's going to work and they're going to be true. And I bet you money that they change their tune real quick. Then yeah. who, who? Oh, we're talking about the, uh, last of us Two, all that bullshit going on with the game. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> franchise, you, uh, you want to jump on for the rest of the show, bro? Someone jump on franchise. I'd love to meet you. Go ahead and jump on. Yep. That'd be great. Yeah, just uh, shoot me, shoot me a shoot, ah fuck. I'll send you. Let me send you a link on. Uh, let me send you a link here, and um, I will. Uh, I'll put you on the stream if you want. If you're free and you can and you want to come on, what do you say? The Bears suck. Wow, well, yeah, fucking Bears. I mean, they haven't had a quarterback. <laughs> bears suck. The Bears I'm, haven't had a quarterback in thirty years. I'm a Vikings fan, so you're not gonna hurt my feelings. I hate to say it, but I am a Falcons fan. <laughs> Oof! I That's gotta be well, I'm a Lions fan, dude. So I mean, it's they went to the Super Bowl recently. I mean, they didn't win, but twice. yeah, that first court, that first half was amazing, man. We were killing. <laughs> I did put money on that second half. So you thank, did? thank you for that. Oh. <laughs> that historic Sorry. turnaround was amazing for me. But you want to know what? Every time I watch a football game and it's the team I want, which is usually the Falcons, uh, they do terrible. So I don't watch. And they do great. So I watched the first – I didn't watch the first half of that Super Bowl. you got to stop believing your superstitions. Well, it happens every day. <laughs> so, like, my dad's like, dude, they're doing great. you got to watch it. So I turn it on for the second half. That's what I saw of that Super Bowl. Yeah. So you, it's your fault is what you're saying. 
No. Uh, it sounds like what you're saying. It feels like it, but it's not. I know that. I'm a realist, but... Uh, are you? Are you, though? <laughs> Deep in here, I'm like, maybe? But no. Yeah. It's like guys that wear the same... My, my, my girlfriend was... We were talking about my jersey that I was wearing, because I'm a Vikings fan, and... and uh, they're in the deep in the playoffs last year, and I was like, "All right, we're gonna I'm switching the jersey." And she's like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, eh, "They're not gonna know if I'm wearing a different jersey than normal. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. And if they do, like, sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> They've never won a Super Bowl. I have nothing to lose here. Who's that? Yeah. The Vikings. Yeah, they've lost four. They lost four. They never won one." No, they got they got beaten Super Bowl four by the Chiefs. What twenty three seven? Chiefs Steelers sixteen six Cowboys. by the Steelers. Uh, the fucking Raiders beat them forty one to fourteen. And the Cowboys. Uh, let's see. Yeah, no, they've no, they were in the same NFC. Oh. That was before that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Denver. 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 Denver beat them in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Twenty seven. No, that was Dallas beat Denver twenty seven. Oh, De- did Denver beat Minnesota? I don't know. I don't remember the last. It, all before my time. But I'm trying to think. It was in the, yeah, they were all in the seventies. Yeah, the, Frank Tarkenton was the quarterback who yep. I hold as like Sir, a superhero, but Sir Francis, man, he was a fucking scrambler too. We're talking about sports ball here. Um <laughs> yeah. Let's get back I'm to waiting, the topic. I'm I'm waiting. I uh franchise I threw you a I see you saw it. I threw you a, a link uh in your in your uh in your messages. So I jump on, go ahead, bro. But we'll we'll move right on here. Um actually, you know what, while we're waiting for franchise. Uh, and we're, before we talk about the Last Jedi and uh, Ryan Johnson here, should I do my plugs? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's let's uh, let's you you want to talk about uh, Twilight Zone a little bit? Man. I was just gonna I, say, I, I know you're itching <clears throat> to talk about Twilight Zone, so what, I am, uh, and I'm not. What, if, what's 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 on your mind now? I haven't not I have not seen any of this. If so. I could, just for a minute, until he gets yeah. on. Um, because I, I, I do LAW The Twilight Zone Review Podcast. It's, uh, we're 175 episodes deep. I've been doing it for five years now. And tw- last year, we found out Jordan Peele is doing a version of it for 2019. And then I was all excited. And I'm like, okay, new version of Twilight Zone. It's been since 2003, since the last, epi- last, last episode of Forrest Whitaker's Twilight Zone aired. So 16 years I've been living without Twilight Zone. Star Trek fans don't have to wait that long. But I was waiting 16 years, so I was excited when Jordan Peele came out. I like Jordan Peele. I like uh, I like Get Out. I like Us a lot. I really do like those two movies a lot. So I was excited, and I like Key and Peele. I like him in his comedy, welcome yeah. franchise. Um, What's up, man? I'll, I'll wrap up quickly here because he's on now. But it turned it quickly turned into like the left wing twi- or Twitter zone, which is what I call it. Oh, and God. every episode is just baiting for whatever the left wing Twitter, which. I'm not saying I'm not part of, but, like, I don't want to watch a sci-fi show about that. Yeah. But, like, I, I'm already on board. You're preaching the converted. Like, why the fuck do I want to watch this sci-fi show about immigration? So I'm sitting there watching it, and it's just fucking terrible. But I just want to say, if you haven't caught up yet, the new season, I've only watched five out of ten. Fairly good so far. Um, okay. It's starting to wane a little bit. The last couple episodes have been terrible, but first three are pretty good. And I enjoyed them more than anything in season one. So that's all I'll say. If you're if you're a fan of Twilight Zone, go check it out. You can get a seven day free access. I'm not pitched by CBS, but did he leave? Because I was talking about Twilight Zone. 
but <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and check it out. You get seven days for free. You can watch all the episodes and then catch up to our podcast, LAW Twice and Review, wherever you are. I'm not trying to pitch my show that much, but I just really am. It, it's on my mind a lot because that's all I've done recently is Twilight Zone shit because it just came out and I'm doing polls for the original show because we're we're uh-huh. almost done with the original series which is 156 episodes it's crazy yeah so it's on my mind a lot that's why I want to talk about it uh and it's a good filler time for it but if, if franchise is on let's go ahead and go but if you guys uh, know anything about on. Twilight Zone he is back oh hey well, hail the, yeah. oh, the, the old one hail right everyone hey man <laughs> all right I'm on um, you all right? You get booted? Can anybody hear me? We can hear you. You're good. Yeah, you're good. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah something wrong with my connection today. It's actually stupid. As soon as I got into here, I started um, doing the whole uh, boofering thing. StreamYard uh, would do that. I'm here now. I just uh, I sent you a copy of the outline for the uh, for the for the link to the next uh, the next article and everything. Hail Leo Red. Hail Keely Chow. Flare X. Uh, let's see. All the yep. regulars. Damn. Yep. Admiral Tiberius. Leo Red, what's up? Leo, man. Le- Leo's got. Leo's got to keep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep. He's got to keep his head on a swivel. Hail Salvador, <laughs> living down there, man. I, Leo Red is like my my frontline reporter from Chicago. The Appalachian American in the chat. Thank you all for joining us this evening, man. I appreciate every single one of you guys. And if you're not subscribed to all the channels, all the guys here. Uh, I'll throw a link down to uh, Franchise Histories TV in the chat. You should be subscribed to him. Uh, Loitering in Wonderland Studios, <laughs> Flipped Out, ring. and the Phantom Collective. Nerdy Blurb TV. Like I said, there's links to everybody in the description right there, except for Franchise, which I'll put his link up in the uh, in the chat. Can, so, real quick, Pete, do you mind if I say something? No. This refers to Streamyard because Franchise yeah. is having problems with Streamyard loading yep. up and buffering. I'll just say this, Adam has been hosting our shows. We do it every Tuesday night. He's been hosting mm-hmm. our shows. We have had such a fucking problem with StreamYard. Yeah. The two guys, there's two out of four of us that have, uh, I have a mixer over here, a really nice mixer. And we've had a, such a problem where they're hearing themselves talk over and over, like everything's in a loop. Uh, if yep. you have, if you're using StreamYard, this is just advice. If you're using StreamYard and you have a mixer, use uh, Komodo Dragon. As the browser, don't use Google Chrome. That was our only fix, but it took us two fucking solid days to figure out what that problem was. Google Chrome, Mixers, and StreamYard do not mix. Those three are just like a toxic. They're like oil fires. Do not. They're not normal. It's like, so it's like cocaine strippers and rum? Yeah, but that's a fun time. But I, I messaged yeah. on Twitter, uh, StreamYard. I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is a fix in the future because this has to come yeah. up all the time. And they yeah. never responded. But just in case it comes up in the future, that's the fix. Mm. Yeah, StreamYard, StreamYard showed up at the right time, like right after Google Hangouts went to like you have to pay like 500 bucks a year for their shit, which I was like, uh, no. <laughs> you, could still, you could still get Google Hangouts, but it was like a, a paid version. It was expensive. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And like I said, we used Discord, and I think we, we did one show on Twitch, uh, but it was like the fan cast. It wasn't even, it wasn't even my show. Yeah. So I was, yeah. All right. So I'm like, whatever. And by the time it came around for me to host my next live show, StreamYard just popped up. And I'm like, well, all right, we'll try this. And fuck, I got on there. I was like, well, this is easy. Yeah. You know, so it, it was it's a nice it's interface, nice. but they, they, they still have some bugs to work out of the system. They do. It seems like they're fairly new. What I'm doing right now is I'm on with you guys. That's why I keep looking around all the time because I'm mm-hmm. on up here on my on my top screen. 
with yeah. you guys on a StreamYard. Over here, I have uh, Lab Streams, which is actually video capturing this. And then I also have over here <laughs> Restream, which is capturing the StreamYards capture. Okay. So I'm streaming live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, Twitter right now. So all this is going everywhere on my side. So right. it's it's a complicated system. We figured this out because I don't want to pay for fucking Restream. I'm not doing it. Yeah. See, I, I got the paid version of StreamYard. It's like 25 bucks a month. It's just so you can get your logo right there. Yep. And that's and, it. And I can, well, that and, uh, you know, I can uh, I can do, you know, cool stuff like this. Go ahead. I was checking the uh, specs on the end line for the rotary. Girders. Girder. I'm retarded. <laughs> One of the greatest comedies of all time. And. My my personal favorite line in I'll Seinfeld. Am I talking Fucking too much Gordon for a uh, franchise? I'm, I'm sorry. You can he, come he, back. He he he, no, he 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 had a cut. I'm checking my phone right now to see if he messaged me. He might he's he might have some. He's been having some connection issues out there, and Tony's having some issues too. So he'll be. Uh, he said he'll be back if he can. I'm used um, to hosting, so if you tell me to shut the fuck up, I'll be fine. Oh, you're fine, bro. I trust okay. me. I, I'm like one most of the time. It's like, am I fucking talking too much? It's like I know it's my show, but am I fucking talking too much? I did want to say something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually love uh, the original Twilight Zone, mm. and uh, you're saying that this just came back out again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and you're covering it extensively. Yeah, last year Jordan Peele, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Jordan he, Peele. Uh, he he created a. A new season on CBS All Access. It's not on CBS. It's just CBS All Access, which is like where you find Star Trek Discovery or Picard, which are all three shows that are disappointing shows that were remakes from 1960s TV. Yeah, he remade it for 10 episodes. There's three really good ones. The rest are either okay or fucking terrible, where they're trying to preach to you, don't be a sexist male, don't be a homophobe, like, you know, yeah. that. Yeah. And, but the new season has been pretty fucking good so far. My my favorite episode of the entire series of the new revamp version is on that. But if you're if you're into Twilight Zone, go ahead and check it out. Season two, it's it's worth it. Would you liken it to Black Mirror? It's very much Black Mirror. I don't like Black Mirror that much. It's a little too negative for me. As much as I like trash on shit, I am a positive person by uh, yeah. by nature. Yeah, I might not seem like it, but I really am. So when I watch my sci-fi, I want a little bit of a little bit of here's how you should be, but also this is what could it end up being, or here's what happened if you do it wrong, sort of thing, yeah, you know? Sure. sure. You know, a little bit of murkiness. We're, We're all picky here. Yeah. yeah. That's I didn't want to. I want some murkiness, but the last season, the first season of the show, is just like you're here. Here's a mirror. You're a piece of shit, and you're like, God, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. But the new season is like. A little more nuanced, which is all I'm looking for in sci-fi. Sci-fi shouldn't yeah. be that black and white. It shouldn't be... Nuance. Yeah, nuance is all I'm looking for. Yeah. So if you're into it, check out the new season, and then watch season one, you go, oh, that's what he's talking about. I will. And where do I catch this again? CBS All Access, unfortunately. Oh, I'm never going to see that. If, Wait, get a hold of me on Twitter. Twilight, so. I'll hook yeah. you up somehow on, on Twitter if you get a hold of me. LAWTZ Review. That's for you, not the not the listeners. Fuck you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm pitching shit. I'm not. I don't like pitching shit. But 
if you want the episodes, I can find a way to get get a hold of you. But yeah, no, no, I will. Uh, I'll go through ETF here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah cool. definitely do that. I will. Not worth paying for. Do not pay for CBS All Access. Copy that. You can Copy get seven that. days free though, but don't do it. <laughs> it's that bad. Too, too late. I already did. That's what everybody you did. Don't pay for Black Christmas. <laughs> What'd you pay for it for, franchise? What'd you pay for it for? Uh, I forgot. It was a long time ago, but I got rid of it. But I oh, okay, didn't know good. I was paying for it. <laughs> That's the bean counters hope for that. They're like, oh, he's yep. paying seven bucks a month. He's not paying attention. They're hoping for that. Yeah. How exactly. how many years ago was that? I want to say it was probably two or three years ago when they first opened up. So started. when they launched. Oh damn, yeah. man! You need to get off that. Yeah, I got off that. I said, no, because there's nothing on here that's worth watching right now. I don't want to watch Star Trek, so forget this. There's three shows I like. Yeah, exactly. There's three shows I watch already before this, and they're all Star Trek, two Star Trek shows, or Twilight Zone, which is my second favorite show. And then all of them suck. So (laughs) I don't want to pay CBS. Fuck you. No, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not giving Les Moonves any money. No. (laughs) Or fucking Alex Kurtzman. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, that guy. Nope. No. Can we nominate you. like you know Time has best man of the year? Can we do Time like worst man of the of the year? Alex Kurtzman <laughs> should be up there. It's his stupid fucking face. It's Kurtzman. It's always got to be Kurtzman. Sorry, Not Pete. Ryan. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> he just goes out saying speaking of that yeah all right let me let me grab this article right here this is from another one from our good friend i believe this is another john f trent article over at bounding into comics let's see here see this i now this uh this guest director game i i had this set up specifically for nerdy blur because this week's guest director is guy ritchie so I had and and Blurb is a huge Guy Ritchie fan, so I'm like, all right, cool. So he can we can make it a guy. So Guy Ritchie was gonna have to re uh, redo the Last Jedi, but so <laughs> oh, look, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Someone mentioned Adam, and I had to say it. <laughs> That's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's funny because I was just inviting Adam on. I didn't know if our franchise is gonna join us or not, so I was like, Adam. Go ahead and join us. Here we go, right here. Star Wars Jedi director Ryan Johnson describes George Lucas' Lucas prequel trilogy as children's movie about fascists. I think John, I think I think the editors picked the right picture to put next to this right here. Well, I was just, I was going to say, why is the picture not about the prequels? I know. This is, uh, yep. This is John F. Trent. This is from today. Star Wars The Last Jedi director Rian Johnson recently described George, Lu- George Lucas' prequel trilogy as children's movies about fascists. Oh, John great. Tweet from Scott Malthouse who stated, say a genuinely nice thing about the Star Wars prequels. Ugh. I love the prequels. I mean, that's, yeah, me that's world building right there. Yeah, it's that's, amazing. I love them. Yeah, I don't dude, agree. Uh, George Lucas... Now, as bad as Attack of the Clones is, I would still rather watch that over The Last Jedi any day. Just because I love the clone army. I love seeing that develop, that whole storyline. And that was like, Obi-Wan was like majorly featured in that movie. So was Count Dooku, you know, which 
two of my favorite characters. Count Dooku is my favorite Star Wars character, so I was all about that movie. But I uh, see Johnson responded writing, Lucas made Gort made a gorgeous seven-hour-long movie for children about how entitlement and fear of loss turns good people into fascists. <laughs> Please talk like that for the rest of the show. <laughs> he added, and did it while spearheading nearly every technical sea change in modern filmmaking for the past 30 years. Go watch Knives Out. <laughs> protagonist can't lie. She throws up. Oh, oh goodness. Let's see. Uh, so Johnson's comments about Lucas prequel trilogy came after a number of rumors indicate that Lucas did not like Johnson's The Last Jedi at all. Oh, I'm sure that just broke his little fucking little heart. A rumor <laughs> from YouTuber Doomcock indicated that Lucas attended a screening of the film and said, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> he did. Yep. I, well, shit. I mean, I could have told you after The Force Awakens. Hell yeah. Doomcock then detailed that Lucas was appalled, even more appalled than he was with The Force Awakens. See, I loved, I loved hearing that story about how they screened, Kathleen Kennedy screened The Force Awakens, and George is like, there's nothing new here. <laughs> like, well, what? like every movie I improved, I built on things like, what are you doing here? A separate rumor from Bionic Woman producer Kamran Pasha. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I, I Forgive me. for I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it. Uh, details that Lucas hated The Last Jedi. Pasha told Geeks and Gamers host Jeremy Griggs. I don't have an internally. I don't have an internally knowledge. Is that I don't have to be... internal knowledge. Yeah, I just typo. Okay. I was like, yeah, it's supposed to be internal knowledge. Um, we're the editors here. I do have people who know George Lucas personally and well who have said to me that he hates The Last Jedi and is horrified by what happened. <laughs> oh, George. He's sitting, I'm sure he's crying into stacks of hundred dollar bills too. <laughs> I have I have had people, screenwriters that have worked with Lucasfilm that have told me directly that he hates it, Pasha elaborated. As for Lucas' official comments on the film, he issued a statement through his spokeswoman, Connie Weatherington, who stated that George Lucas described the film as beautifully made. Now, in defense of The Last Jedi, and I can say this, in defense of The Last Jedi, on a, on, as far as cinematography goes, it was very well done. It was very visual. A lot of the space scenes were very visually stunning. Okay. I will say that they weren't brave, but they were stunning. I'll give them that. <laughs> but no, there, there was, there was a lot, there was a lot of good cinematography. There was. So, I mean, that was, that was the one good thing I can say about that movie. Weatherington also added, and in speaking with director Rian Johnson after viewing was complimentary. Lucas had previously described Disney as white slavers in an interview with Charlie Rose in December 2015, and former Disney CEO Bob Iger detailed in his memoirs that Lucas reacted to The Force Awakens by saying, there's nothing new. Iger explained, just prior to global release, Kathy screened The Force Awakens for George. He didn't hide his disappointment. There's nothing new, he said. In each of the films in the original trilogy, it was important to him to present new worlds, new stories, new characters, and new technologies. In this one, he said, there weren't enough visual or technical leaps forward. He wasn't wrong, but he also wasn't appreciating the pressure we were under to give ardent fans a film that felt quintessentially Star Wars, Iger added. Well, Bob, well, Bob, that's because you have people running Star Wars that don't know dick about Star Wars. So there's that, Bob. I mean, yeah, do we, really. Do we need to talk about Solo? 
Iger continued, we'd intentionally create a world that was visually and tonally connected to the earlier films to not stray too far from what people loved and expected. And George was criticizing us for the very thing we tried to do. That's funny. You've become the very thing you swore to destroy. He concluded, <laughs> looking back with the perspective of several years and a few more Star Wars films, I believe J.J. Abrams achieved the near impossible, creating a perfect bridge between what had been what had been and what was to come. Hmm. And what has he had? You know, uh, I'm asking myself that question, too. And there's somebody else who's asking that question. I'm sure of it. I am sure somebody else wanted to know. What has they he wanted had? to know because there's inquiring minds. Where's it at? I'm stalling. What has he had? There you go. That's <laughs> <laughs> not ghetto. All I got to say, Ryan Johnson, man, I got, I got two things for you. I would say one, but I got two. Two chops to the throat. Two chops to the damn throat. Take that, man. Take that. I chose that movie I, for I just, us. <laughs> Disco Godfather. I, I, that fucking movie's greatness, dude. <laughs> that movie is greatness. That that is that. Uh, I, I gotta. I need to buy that. I, I do. I need to buy that. That's one. That's one I wouldn't mind owning. What's his name? Bucky. Oh, Bucky. Yeah. Why has he had? What had Bucky? Had? <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> Call the ambulance. Call the ambulance. Something's wrong with Bucky. As Bucky's getting loaded into an ambulance. <laughs> outside the club. Oh, man. When he fights those two, the two guys posing as the phone men. <laughs> There's oh, so God. many, like, the fight sequences, like, are so fucking hilarious in that movie. They're fucking great. Like, the one on the dirt pile outside, the like, the construction site. Just like the random goons. Oh, look at someone's backyard. Yeah, it looked yeah. like it. <laughs> Probably like, was. Is this a construction site or a back? No, this is somebody's backyard. They just threw some two by fours and a couple cinder blocks down. And some mounds of <laughs> mounds of sand. I hate sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. Oh God! Don't rough. <laughs> I said Better a minute ago on there. Last Jedi. I turned off my microphone because anything after Empire sucks. Oh, you're not. You don't like the prequels at all. I fucking hate the prequels. Okay. Oh man, bummer. Damn. What I do you think about ha- the sequels, there? Better than the fucking prequels. Oh no, no. You <laughs> had to be trolling. Did you? Did you? I know you trolling right now. No, you, I'm. I'm an average human. I don't like the prequels. See, did, did you go see the Rise of Skywalker? I didn't go see it, but I saw it. What What did you think of that? I have to know. Piece of shit, but so yeah, better than the prequels. That's like literally. It took me. It took me like not even five minutes into the movie. Like the opening crawl starts and it's the dead speak. I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> no, started. I, 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 I was sitting in my seat. And I, I'm stoned as fuck, right? I was like on the way to the theater. Like I was eating edibles in the car. I was eating one in the theater. I mean, I mean, my sister smoked a blunt before we left. Like my mom is with us. I, I lean, I lean down to my sister who who was a last Jedi defender, and I lean down to her when that opening crawl came on. I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" And she goes like this. She goes, <laughs> "It was what I was like, holy!" But that movie just like it was like MacGuffin, MacGuffin, Deus Ex Machina, MacGuffin. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, we have random two, fucking cube, two the MacGuffin cube. Muffins. What, what I'm trying to think. There was a movie like that in the 90s where it's a sci-fi movie, so Phoenix will probably get this one, or Flip maybe. I can't remember the name Is of it. Is it Event Horizon? 
Was that the one where Jake Busey blew up the no. fucking gimmick? Was that it? No. That sounds like uh, Starship Troopers. No, it was, they had like they had something to they had some fucking like big contraption built, and the bad guy blew it up. But luckily, they had another one on the other side of the fucking. Uh, was on the it? other side. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of it. Stewie talked about it in Family Guy. Oh God. What what what? Describe the movie. It was like. I want to say it was Gary Busey or Jake Busey that was in it, and it was like I think he was the villain. And they like the the, the two retroactive. No, it, no, it, it was like a main. It was like a mainstream type movie. I don't know. Jake Busey. It sounds familiar. I know my Jake, Buseys, but I'll have, <laughs> it's I'll have to find the Family Guy episode where because it's no, it's the um, it's the fucking uh, Stephen King one where Stewie's playing the the chick from Misery, the Kathy Bates role, okay. because he's like, Annie. and and what's his name? And he blew it up, and it was Jake Cockadooty Busey. Now, <laughs> if I could pull that clip mm. up and, and see what movie he's talking about, I'll have to look at that later. Because this bug, it's been bugging me, because I can't think what it was, and I never remember to look at the fucking clip. So anyway, before I went on that fucking cutaway there, um, <laughs> we were talking about uh, Rian Johnson and The Last Jedi. And how that he thought the prequels were a great children's movie about fascists. <laughs> so what I thought would be fun to do <sighs> with Rianne's movie is to take take Rianne's movie, The Last Jedi, and give it a new director. Let's put Guy Ritchie in charge of The Last Jedi. Now, to me, because I didn't have time to write this, I didn't have time to write this out like I did a couple weeks ago, which I had like a three paragraph fucking diatribe. I uh, I think that basically what Guy Ritchie would do is it would be snatch in outer space. Like this, if if Guy Ritchie was directing it, pause, like, contact. Yes, it was. Contact. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, Sorry, I just figured it out. I just no, thank you, dude. Okay. I'm fucking that on my knees. Because it was it was bugging me. I'm like, like those, see, I'm trying to I'm trying to fucking read them. Fucking no. They, the cast said in that movie, uh, going back to '97, if I remember correctly, that uh, Matthew McConaughey was selling everyone drugs on that set. He was. So, yeah, there I you go. It. I can believe that. Yeah. I can see it. McConaughey, he hasn't changed much. No. Just he more just has an now. Oscar now, but he still sells drugs on the set of his productions. Yep. I'm sure he does. Hey man, look, Anne Hathaway, you want to do some blow, girl? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Those spaceships keep getting higher, but I keep saying the same. All right. <laughs> hey, look, we're gonna be higher than Richard Pryor here pretty soon. But so yeah, Guy Ritchie directing The Last Jedi. To me, he would take it, and like I said, you would have you would probably have just as many characters as you did in Last Jedi. They would be spread out, but there would be it would actually like have some sort of coherence to it and make more sense. Maybe I I, I mean I'm just spitballing here, but I think Guy Ritchie would uh, I think he could make something of that. Yeah. Um, now I don't know what he's gonna do with Kylo Ren. I mean, but I mean he would probably be like what was uh <laughs> you see Kylo Ren being like Boris the Blade and Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> him and him and Ray, like he's all cut up and shit. Like when Vinny, when Bullet Tooth Tony and uh, and Boris were fighting, you see Kylo Ren come out just all fucked up, just bitching. 
Freddy Four Fingers. Freddy Four. What would what would Ray, I I wonder what Ray would be like under a uh, uh, under a Guy Ritchie type fucking you know movie though. That would that would be interesting. And that's another thing is like I I don't dislike Daisy Ridley. I, I dislike the character of Ray. Daisy Ridley seems like a like a sweetheart. Her interviews. Yeah. I mean she seems. She seems like a really like I watched, I think it was like a Vanity Fair interview or a variety. I can't remember what magazine it was, but I mean, I, I sat there and watched like a 15 minute interview with her and she's like, she's just kind of a, like a fucking trucker mouth Brit. I mean, that's basically what she is. She's just, <laughs> yeah, she's just like a, she's got a trucker mouth. I'm like, trucker okay. mouth. I, I like that, you know, I'm like, but yeah, it's just, I, I, I would like to see her under a Guy Ritchie, uh, Guy Ritchie movie, man. She would fit really well there. I think she would. I really because he just like, like Dandy Newton. She's in Dandy Newton. She's in a uh, rock and roller. Dandy Newton isn't from Westworld. She, she was what? in uh, Solo. Yep, in Westworld. Yeah, I've never seen yep. Westworld. Me either. You want to you want to see way too much of Dandy Newton every single episode? Check out Westworld. I know. Um, I I've seen the, I've seen the stills from Tessa Thompson from Westworld. Ugh. Yeah, she could use a shave down there, man. That's not her. They shot it in so much shadow. That's not her. Okay, I, I was gonna say. Uh, no, I watched the. I, I do a review show for that as well. Oh, and, do you? Okay, cool. and it so was you know. not her. So right. clearly. Anyway, yeah, um, uh, let me know when you want me to play because I recorded a uh, audio version because I couldn't think of what to write, so I recorded something on an audio, just like stream of thought. Okay. You know what? Go for it, man. Right. That'd be cool. Yeah. So here we go. I just recorded what I thought a Guy Ritchie thing would be with uh, Last Jedi. It's, it's, okay. I don't think it's very funny, but it's what I, what came to my mind. Is it going to go? Hold on. Everybody think real hard about what they want to hear. <laughs> Star Wars, Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. By you Guy want, Ritchie. You want the last Jedi to be real. So you I'm thinking that Jason Statham ends up being Poe's dad, who stole some space diamonds from Jabba the Hutt's son, and then you know, obviously a hilarity and a little bit of violence. Not too much. No, it's not so bloody. It's more about the comedy. Uh, but the comedy ensues when uh, Poe and his ragtag group of people, like Finn and who knows, Ray's off fucking around. But they they have to get the diamonds back to, to Jabba's son. And it keeps changing hands. The di- the space diamonds keep changing hands, and they can't track where they are. They keep getting lost. And there's lots, all sorts of, like, space crystals and space battles. But it's all, like, really slow and really slowly, quirkily done. And it's, it's fucking hilarious, man. This movie was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm talking like it existed, and, it, and I did watch it, of course, because this is a real movie. Uh, but I, yeah, Benicio del Toro showed up for a little bit, and he he played a uh, Frankie Four Fingers. He, you know, he, he kept his same role, and he shows up and he helps him get out of space jail, and because uh, he steals the key off a guy, and it's all funny and shit. It's all wacky, and then they they you know Jason Statham ends up trying to fuck over Poe, his son, and the whole thing just ends up being like this really awesome ragtag group of of these not criminals but not far off really because they are helping a criminal in jason statham but this ragtag group of people getting across the galaxy and and trying to and getting in these like seinfeld things these sitcom moments where innocent little miscommunications lead to bigger things that just gonna like fall over like dominoes 
and it just keeps going from there, and it's 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 awesome. It's a great movie. Um, I recommend watching it. It's the it's Guy Ritchie's best movie since that that beach movie he did where his wife Madonna got fucked by some European guy because apparently he's into that. <laughs> so that's my Guy Ritchie movie. It's oh. ra- it's rambling because it was just stream of consciousness, but that's that's what I have. I like it. Ray's out fucking around somewhere. Who, Ray's the least important character of the new series, even though she's technically the most important, but fuck Ray. Yeah. Daisy Ridley has my heart, but yep. Ray can go fuck herself. Yeah, I just, yeah, there was, there was no, there was like no attachment to that character, and it had nothing to do with the fact she's a woman, because if you put Mara Jade in those movies, you know, or like a new movie that's done well, everybody's going to lose their shit and be like, that's fucking Mara Jade. You know, uh, speaking of that, I saw a rumor today that uh, Brie Larson wants to play Mara Jade. Oh, no. Who? I actually. Who's Mara Jade? Brie Larson, Mara Jade from the EU. Uh, she was married to Luke Skywalker at one point, I think. Yep. Wasn't it? Yeah. Because I'm not a big EU guy. I'm not. I know some things, but I'm not I'm not a huge EU guy. Um, yeah, I uh, I got uh, I saw that. I actually got into uh, I got into some arguments on uh, on Facebook with uh with Breetards today. Was that a gunfire? Oh. That is your gunfire? Yeah, it sounded like that. <laughs> okay. No, it was my skateboard. Outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, all right. Where, where are the gunshots coming it's from? It's just a drive-by. <laughs> Keep talking. Because I've been hearing everybody's been lighting off fireworks here for like a week already now. Yeah, me so too. It's, uh, it's been, it's, you know, I'm like... But no, uh, yeah. So I got, I had to pull out the uh, Bob Sacamano had to come out and talk to these fools today because uh, they were they they want to be they want to be douchebags about Brie Larson. I'm like, oh really? Well, I guess it's time to reach back and pull the sock puppet account out then if you want to play this game. So I just started slanging out memes. I'm like, nope. At this point, I'm like, you're gonna get trolled, bud. Sorry. She just says shit sometimes to yeah. everybody else. That's all. That's it, man. It's like, and I've had this discussion before about Brie Larson with other people. It's like, I guarantee you, if you sat down and talked to her, she is probably like, she's probably like a down to earth, like honest, like sweet person. That's just her public persona. And she she has no idea how to handle herself in front of a crowd like that. That's true. When, and, and she wants to, she wants to do these things, these social justice things, but doesn't know how to go about it the right way. And just like, wow, fuck white men. Well, and her feet like, still stink. That's all uh, I gotta uh, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, and she can't she can't write or direct. Uh, um, unicorn store is proof of that. Which, and and if you and if you doubt me, we did a unicorn store watch party on my channel. We watched. Are unicorn you store. at the skate park? You know what? I'll take that back. It's not uh, skating. It's firecrackers going. Okay, on. that makes more <laughs> oh, sense. Right. I'm Those are only is... twenty two shells, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. Spring I, the, will be over. Someone's really slowly <laughs> killing someone with 22s. I, I, I love doing the show, guys, but I'm out. Do you mind if I duck for a minute? <sighs> Hang on, man. I can't be on camera for a while. Why? <laughs> I got I to gotta halt and return fire. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. why'd, you mute, why'd you mute your mic? I, I had to fucking fire up a couple rounds. Don't worry about it. We're good. Turns into a Charlton Heston movie for a while. <laughs> if, I st- if I still lived in my old apartment, I'd have to do that. I'd be like, I'd have to have to shoot the fucking tweakers underneath me. I remember when I lived in LA and I have like girls over and they'd be like, "What's that noise?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, probably someone shot." Anyway, so what's going on with you? 
There's, it's either it's either somebody sh- getting shot or there's a hooker getting strangled downstairs. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Don't worry about it, baby. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Let's see. So, all right, Flipper, what'd you have, man? I got you, man. All right, so I didn't know it was supposed to be funny. Uh, you know where you want to go with? I don't care. And usually, I go with funny, but these are these are open to interpretation. I don't, I don't. You know, it's like however you want to do it. So. I really particularly like Phoenix's. That was just great off the top of your head, pre-recorded, and you ended with a bang. That was awesome, man. I'll oh, read only way I know how to do it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> All right, I'll read this. Um, as soon as I can find it. Here it is. Alrighty. Okay, um, so I called this uh, Dark Acolyte Unbound. I just changed the whole, the whole name of The Last Jedi. It was The Last Hefe. But I, I <laughs> uh, yeah. Please stick to that title. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, yeah, my director. But the problem is, is, I I really didn't. I got into writing it because I like was hoping that it would really be this way in my head. So I'm watching this movie that doesn't exist. But here we go. Uh, Dark Acolyte Unbound. Um, a cliffside on Octo. That's where you open the movie. Luke is training Rey in lightsaber lightsaber combat and admits that he's her father as they fight matching one another's moves one for one. Rey is suddenly distracted by this and asks to stop the fight saying, what? And Luke force pushes her off a cliff. (laughs) She falls a few stories, but then realizes she can use the force to guide herself to a soft landing 300 feet below the rocky shore. Uh, Turning, there's only two, two pages Big writing. It's not going to long. Last one. Uh, turning to look up, Luke is already landing behind her lightsaber's lock immediately. Ray, enraged, eyes glowing red, uh, screams stop as the ground shakes and stones rise up all around them. The saber hums a little differently as they pause and both cut power at the same time. Suddenly, First Order ships break through the atmosphere, cracking the sound barrier. Luke grabs Ray's hand. We have to go. Ray is screaming, what are, What were you saying? Luke says, no time, we'll discuss it on the way. They run into the Falcon. Chewie is ready, and R2 is plugged in. Heels up, Luke screams as he jumps in the pilot seat. And they, uh, they, and blasts of firepower rain down on them. Auto-fire cannons begin strafing at the sky, hitting one, maybe two TIE fighters. Uh, Luke pilots and Chewie co-pilots. A super-fast chase scene ensues across the water, close to the water itself. The Falcon is too fast for all of them except Kylo's ship in close pursuit. Closer and closer to the water they speed until the Falcon stops by doing a loop and diving into the depths of the sea. Kylo's ship is able to follow but isn't fitted for the pressure. So he he stops in shallow depth as the Falcon continues its descent. They got away. This sounds way better than what we saw. Mm -hmm. Stop you right there. This is way better. It just was off the top of my head. Given some time, I'd love to actually do this. Uh, it's kind of it was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you're good. Uh, uh, underwater city, no Gungans. Uh, Ray and Luke have a quiet <laughs> moment. Luke believed her dead. As a young child, a Sith Lord stole her in the night, killing his wife Mara. Ben gave pursuit as he was caught. As he caught up to the Sith, Ben gave into the dark side and murdered the Sith, but never having regained himself. The hate overtook him and believed that Luke had failed his daughter. He became Kylo Ren, a name he monikered from a long-dead Sith Lord. 
It was unknown what had happened to Luke's daughter, as he had spent all of his years looking for her, and that search led him to Octo. He has the ability to see the future, but only so far. Clearly, going to Octo was correct, as the Force led him there and to her, ultimately. Her true name is Elena, and that was the name Han had suggested when he became her godfather. There's only a little bit left, but I'll tell it to you. It's just two paragraphs. Oh, great. Han, you good? Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. Han and Leia were back together. Uh, it turns out they weren't divorced. Uh, he and Chewie got in trouble while searching for Elena. Leia had been heading up the military for the Republic until they returned. Luke and Ray met the... Oh, I picked a name for the weird underwater creatures. Luke and Ray met the Marana that were per, part piranha and part humanoid. Uh, Force-sensitive race deep under the sea of Octo. They would help them escape. And that's all I wrote. That's kind of dope. I like that concept. Makes way more sense than what we saw. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. yeah. Yeah, dude, that was good. that was solid. It was. That was totally different. Uh, obviously, different avenue than what I was going for. Um, but I I want to see that movie more than what I saw. I know. So yeah, <laughs> I know that actually sounds good. Like it's like the way you, the way you you crafted it. It's you it thought is. about it's, it's it. Pretty. It, it's like captivating, man. It's that's a good. That's a solid story right there. Thank you. Makes more You're sense welcome. how they uh, connect to their minds because as of now we have. Force. They have force Skype. Force. Yeah. Uh, just force. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Throw it out there. Hey, wait. Hey, hey. Let me reach behind my back. Pass me a lightsaber real oh, quick. I got you, man. <laughs> you got it? You got it? Motherfucker. Motherfucker went back there and passed the Dutchie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that that when he tried to do the little the Han it's Solo like, head fucking turn and rise to Skywalker. Stop I was pass like, me a lightsaber, man. You, you know, you guys, you guys know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Where Kylo yep. was fighting me, he's like, I was like, oh hell no, no, you yeah. did not just try to do the fucking, the shrug, the Harrison shrug. I'm like, no, no, fuck you, bro, fuck you, you're not pulling it off, man. I got no, like I said, I got it's no issue with driver. I just don't like the character. Yeah, so, that was that was just like. Uh, the problem crazy. is this movie that we're talking about threw such a fucking wrench in there that they had to go for the third one. Fix everything. Oh God! Yep. Doesn't matter what you show. <laughs> yeah. Confuse them. End it. End our misery. And that's what we had. <laughs> Mainly this force motivation space for space time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Flarex. He just thought it was a lightsaber, but he did pokey pokey her. <laughs> Is that what he did? The lightsaber is digging into my hip. I don't have a lightsaber. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of was Nightmare on Elm Street. Where she like tears out Freddy's shirt and she's like, Yep. I can bring him to the real world. Yeah, that's yep. it. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, I've seen oh, this yeah. when I was born. Yep. <laughs> like eighty four. I saw was, I saw uh, this. That was Wes Craven's new nightmare, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that was the first one. Did she bring was it the first one she did that? It was it was an um, I think it was, was the first one because she she, she pulled out his sweater and realized I could bring him to the rural. World. She rigged up a room Home Alone style, and then she brought him back. Yeah, that was the first one. There was, was like the first one in the living room and shit. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. And right, yeah, yep. I I haven't watched those in a long time. I've got the entire Friday the Thirteenth fucking series, but I don't have Nightmare on Elm Street yet. You watch one, you watch New Nightmare, and you're good. You're good for life. You can skip the rest. I like part three, dude. Part three is fine. Frank Darabont. Part three, 
Speaking uh, of him. Dream Child was kind of. Eh. Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold. No, thank you. Yeah. Holy oh. shit! They did make a fucking cameo. In the, oh my god! They did. See, I haven't, I haven't watched, I haven't watched any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. The last one I saw was the 2009. Was oh, it two, that yes, remake? It was. Yeah. Where he's a ped, oh. he's a peddler, he's a diddler. Yeah. Yep. Because that was the same year they rebooted Friday the Thirteenth, and both of them fucking sucked. No, that was like 2013. Nightmare on Elm Street was 2013? No. I thought that was 09. No, 09 for Nightmare on Elm Street. I think the Friday the 13th was like 2013, wasn't it? I think you, I, I think you got him backwards. No, I don't think I do, do I? Friday the 13th. Take it up. Movie. Reboot. 2009. Yep. What's the Freddy one? 2010. Yeah, it's probably like a year after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 2010. So they were they were in the same ballpark, man. It's been ten fucking years since the, that came the out. Friday the Thirteenth one was so non-memorable. At least I remember oh. the stupid shit from the Freddy remake. But the yep. the Friday the Thirteenth, nothing. Okay, I remember nothing. The Friday the Thirteenth reboot was like just trope, 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 yep. trope, trope, trope. That's all it was. That's yep. all. You got to see Willa Ford's tits, which was nice because Will Afford, Willa Ford, she was a singer. She sang. She had one song called "I Want to Be Bad," and she was like dating like some. Uh, back in the day, it was like she was dating. The dude was like a, a big time actor in the early two thousands. She was in Maxim and shit. She's sexy. She didn't really release many records, but all right. So that being said, I'm gonna segue into this so we don't really run into too much overtime here. We have sorry. Well, this this would have been this. See, Steve's got to buy. For the for the Seinfeld trivia, so this is going to come down to Flip versus Phoenix. Steve, you can play along if you want to. I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to fail. This is this is going to this is going to uh, determine who goes to the semifinal round of the Seinfeld Invitational 2020 edition. Here, this was Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> the Subway Invitational. The Subway Invitational. <laughs> I'm Vern Lundquist. <laughs> Happy, you will not make this putt, you jackass. That's not, that dude, that's 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 that Happy's name? jacket. Oh. <laughs> Richard Keel. All right, so without further ado, here we go. Uh, let's see. What does Elaine have that Chef Gail Cunningham wants? I'll, I'll throw a hint out there right now. Elaine gets mad and says, don't talk about my blank. Dancing? You have panties? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the ones her mother laid out for? There's another Seinfeld reference. Right shoes? There. <laughs> yes. Ah, yes. Phoenix I just said shoes. a word. <laughs> her, yes. And, and in particular, they were Botticelli shoes. No idea. Okay. So, so Phoenix has got one right now. I pictured right. 90s, very cliche. What does she have that another woman wants? Shoes. Absolutely. No way. How? Let's see. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. This one. All right. Elaine says that there's one false reflecting going on at the Barney store because they use these. Elaine says that there's false reflecting going on at the Barney store because they use these. <laughs> Magnets? I don't know. Hey, what is going on? 
La 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 la. Some My ATC. Some fucking ATC, man. I'm gonna... <sighs> I used to do ecstasy to this song. <laughs> the skateboard is going crazy <laughs> over there. I don't know what's going on right now. I'm going to get a copyright claim for that. <laughs> yeah, you better be careful. I know. All right. So Elaine says that there's false reflecting going on at the Barney's store because they use these. Now... She's at the store Barney's. Are you familiar mirrors? with what Barney's is? What's that? Mirrors? Yes. Yes. Are you? I, no. <laughs> yes. They use skinny. I was sitting there thinking the whole time, like, what do they have in the mirrors? Skinny mirrors. Okay. Oh, my God. I should not win this. Please don't put me in the next round for this. Shit, you might you gotta you gotta fucking you you're gonna go to the pool because we'll draw before the end of the night the the pairings for the semifinals because we got we got uh we got Link Lex Seven, we got Emperor Steve here, we got Salvador, and we're we're trying to fill that the fourth slot right now to get the semis going. All right, in in high school, Jerry became a legend in a sport he had an unfair advantage in. What was it? Basketball. Ooh, I know this. Polo. Bowling. Nope. Track and field. It was track. Oh, there you go. Okay. It was it was track. All right. So let's see. What charity is Jerry representing when he goes on the Today Show? <laughs> it's still a very prominent charity. They accept donations. Jer Jerry Lee Lewis or Jerry Lewis? Okay. Uh, it's 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 a. Uh, Are you in the middle of the street? there's <laughs> cars right outside my balcony it's a, it's an organization uh with uh they have they have storefronts too what what charity is jerry representing when he goes on to the today show they accept donations they have stores it's like a secondhand store oh salvation army nope okay that's all i have goodwill goodwill okay that was my second <laughs> Yep, it's Goodwill. Salvation Army makes more sense. Let's be honest. That was the puffy shirt he was wearing. I don't want to be a pirate. I uh, like Seinfeld, but I haven't seen it in twenty years, probably. All right, let's see. This is the first, I've I've had this game for like fifteen years. I think I got this Seinfeld game. This is rough. And uh, I, I've literally I've literally played it like three times because I none of my friends like I have like two friends that watch Seinfeld that I like hang out with. Seinfeld's great, um, but. It's not. I'm not uh, a Seinfeld I fanatic. I love it. That's like it's one. It's one of my favorite. You shows. asked me American Dad questions, like, oh, American Dad. I was watching the pilot the other day. Haley, your boyfriend's one of those stone men. You mean a stoner dad? <laughs> I love that. He's a stone <laughs> man. You mean a stoner? Jerry bought this at the furniture refinishers and gave it to Elaine as a gift. Now, this episode and this gift in particular would be deemed quite problematic these days. Oh, God. What does that mean? That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please take over, Franchise, if you if you know, because I don't want to advance because I don't deserve it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not playing against myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're already in. Fuck. Okay, so that episode, George had to take a coffee table there because Jerry set a cup down on it, and while they were walking around in there... Wait, no, that was that was a different episode. I'm sorry. It's not a coffee table. No, he bought Elaine Boudoir. something. Boudoir. 
Nope. So you're saying today it would be considered... It would be very problematic. It would be canceled on Twitter. The Mary Sue would be writing articles about it. Princess Weeks and Rachel Leishman would be scissoring and fucking bitching about Donald Trump and fucking complaining about this episode. I mean, it would, it would be a whole fucking scene. They'd throw Jessica Mason in the mix, too. I know all the writers from the Mary Sue for some reason. I don't, I don't even know why. Rachel Leishman's terrifying, though. All right, do you guys give up? Okay, wait. These used to be out in front of cigar stores. Oh, Indian humidor people. Yep, an Indian statue. Oh, great. What? Why would I and, guess and, that? And for and for a bonus, a bonus question: Who did Kramer George. after he got the cigar store Indian from Elaine? Who did he sell it to? Lewis. No. George's dad. Nope. Elaine's boss at Pendant Publishing, Mr. Lipman. Okay. For his office, which had a Southwestern motif. And Kramer, in the process, got his coffee table book published. I said coffee table to get partial credit. (laughs) (laughs) I give you a quarter of a point. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which, let's see. uh, Oh, uh, okay. Jerry has a name for the first shirt that he wears out of the laundry. What does he call it? Oh, damn. This is from the Marine Biologist episode. Oh, that's one of my favorite episodes. I can't, I can't even think of it right now. <sighs> it's what you would call somebody. Jerry shirt. Uh, a male who is like, it would be another term for like uh, favorite. Buddy, brown noser shirt. <laughs> Golden boy. Golden boy was the name of Jerry's shirt. Okay. Golden boy. If you say I so. Golden that. boy. Do Do you want to touch Golden boy, Elaine? No, I'm fine. I don't want to touch it, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry returns to his parents' home from a scuba diving trip with black eyes. What happened? I don't want to say suds. Um, I can't think of the what happens when you come up too fast. The bends. Yeah, the bends. He got it right. Well, no, you said the bends. His capillaries burst. Pretty much the same thing. Why they burst though? The bends from the the pressure. Pressure. That's pressure. That's bends. Oh, I okay. Yeah, said that one. Is that flip? Steve. Steve got it. Steve got it. All right, so Steve's got two, Phoenix at three. Flip's still pitching, three out, pitching a golf game right point now. Two He's, five. Egg. He's under par. <laughs> You're in the clubhouse leader for golfing, bro. And, and if we're golfing, I'll need, I'll need you to stay on par because I'm a horrible golfer. I, I'm better when I drink. <laughs> I am. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I just go out to drive the cart, get stoned, and, uh, and have a few beers and, uh, and break my driver over my knee. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not, I've done it. Uh, at the hospital... Jerry asked George if he can have this NHL team jacket if things don't work out. What NHL team is it? What's Gretzky's team, right? That's Kings? The, that was the LA Kings. And it's not or it's Oilers. A, it's an original six team. Oh, okay. Bruins? Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Ah! I should have known Hawks. that one. 
Phoenix a game set match. <laughs> fucking right now. lucky. All my questions he's are gonna, so easy. He's gonna do a Detroit line. He's gonna somehow win an opening round game and stumble his way into the second round. <laughs> it was show I haven't seen. That's so true. I haven't <laughs> seen since Grey's Anatomy before Grey's Anatomy was on the air. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Jerry tells George that Vanessa looks like this actress as they stake her out. In the oh. lobby of her office building. Isabella Rosalini? No. That was a lucky guess. Okay. Not lucky guess. She was married to a very famous actor at one point who had a oh, um, um a, a legendary uh a legendary uh, uh piece of facial hair. What? What? This woman that they're discussing, the actress that they're they're saying this woman looked like Kathy Bates. You, no, <laughs> she used to be married to a famous actor who had a very famous mustache. Damn. Not named Tom Selleck either. I will say that. Not named Tom Selleck. Damn. <sighs> he was in a, a very popular series of films in the late seventies and early eighties. Oh, Sally Field. You, what, wait, what, what did Sally you say? Ford. Sally Field? You said Sally Field, but what, what was the actor's name you said? Burt Reynolds. Okay. Now, who was Burt Reynolds married to? Though? Not Sally Field? No. We're Holy talking real shit. life. No. What's that? Captain and Dolly Parton? Nope. The same, the same uh, bleach bottle blonde in, uh, in, uh, in Big Hooters look, though. She's almost a, uh, a less talented non-singing Dolly Parton. Sandy Summers? Nope. <laughs> I'm trying to think. So I'm before blank. Sally, initial. Do I'll give you After... the initials. I'll give you initials. Does it start with an L? Yes. Lonnie Anderson. Yes. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, tonight our big winner and master of his domain, no! Mr. Phoenix West. Why me? I should not be here. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna start calling him Phoenix, calling him Phoenix Kerrigan. So you, my friend, get. Do I have to watch Seinfeld now so I feel at least some pride in this? Soup for you. Okay, for you. I know that. Have some, have some soup for you. <laughs> so we've got in the semifinal round now. Oh, we have God. four. Enter, one leave. <laughs> Actually, two leave. Then we'll two leave. Final. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got. Mr. Phoenix West, we have Emperor Steve, we have the Don Salvador, and Link Elect Seven. Now that's we've got. These are going to be some. Watch Phoenix. Watch Phoenix win the next round too. Somehow, please He'll don't. somehow eke out another win. I, I don't want to be the Eagles from a couple of years ago. Please do not. <laughs> I, I, if you're into the into Seinfeld, I should not be there. You sound like the Lions. Seriously, yeah. That's except like, we're talking we about the Super Bowl. How, we don't know how we got here. We don't even. We don't even really want to be here. We're usually off this time of year. Um, <laughs> Matt Stafford's like I, I'm. I'm. They play football this year. This, this late that? in the. They play football this late in the year. Really? Oh shit! <laughs> that's couch time. That's couch season. It's uh. It's well, you know, XFL. Well, no, I'm sorry, the XFL is dead uh, again. Well, he's selling it. He's selling it. Okay. The XFL was actually like looking really good this year. I was it watching was, it. 
it was fun, dude. I, that caused the law, baby. St. Louis Battlehawks. I watched the Dallas Defenders. Dallas Defenders. They were something. They were we a make, team. We just made fun of the Tampa Bay fans and said they shit standing up. They probably do. I, I, I'm pretty sure they do. Um, <laughs> let's see here. We've got, uh, well, ladies and gents, we have reached that point of the program where it's time for everybody to go around and uh, go ahead and plug your channels, guys. Uh, Flipper, we'll start with you, buddy. Oh, uh, gosh, you know, uh, I haven't really done a lot on my channel, my personal channel, but on the Phantom Collective, we're doing a whole lot of stuff, guys. Uh, we just started out the Patreon, and every little bit of what we're doing there is basically to help you guys. We're just trying to promote a community that is used to being shadow banned and censored and in every other way just dismissed, and that's what we're trying to do, so come on by. Check out our videos, and most of our videos are of you guys. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. So that's what we're about. That's what I'm about. Come hook up with us and DM me. Uh, let's hang out sometime. Absolutely. Thank you for being on tonight, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. thanks. My pleasure. And uh, yeah, you guys go over there, subscribe to the Fandom Collective channel, subscribe to Flipped Out's channel, uh, check out the Rookie Critic over there. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff going over on the Fandom Collective side of things, man. There's it's it's like constant uh tweets there's so many people involved in these things now like i said you got the patreon going on and that's kind of that's look and, and patreon i know a lot of people have negative uh attitudes toward that and, and go watch flip's video on it, what he explains what the mission the modus operandi is for that patreon and that's to help the community out man that's not these guys trying to get you know us trying to get you know make paper off this we want we want to build this community up and in this platform and everything. So I thank these guys for letting me be part of it. Um, it's been, uh, I do too. You guys just did an episode on me. Hey man. Yeah. That's that was weird. Like, I, I was like, I had to do a creative spotlight and I'm like, I, I don't want to act like I'm doing fit, but I'm like, I want to, I want to give, you know, like my boys that have like smaller channels a rub and, you know, throw them like I did one on fatal Jane. He has like 2000 subs. I'm just like, cause yeah. fatal J has always been cool with me. And I know we haven't worked together in a while. I'm like, I'm going to give him a shout out, man. He's, he's a good dude. You know, um, yeah, super cool guy. He's got a great channel. Um, like I said, I did one on Phoenix. I did one. I, like I said, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to go around like and I, I want to get to Steve and I want to get to Tony. You know, these guys, Cody, you know, get, let's get these guys over the 100 mark. Because that first 100 is it's a bitch to me. Once you, once you get five over that, years, six years, seven years to get over 100. Now it's starting to what? pick up. Oh, my God. When, when, when yeah. I when I first met Phoenix, Adam was like, Hey, we're having this guy, Phoenix West. Now he's a comedian. Go check out his channel. I'm like, okay, I'll go watch the channel. <laughs> yeah. I watched like the, uh, the things that will burn in hell was like one of the, one of those videos was like one of the first things I watched and I was fucking dying. I was dying. I'm like, Holy. And I looked, he has like 80 subs. I'm like, how the hell does this guy have? Like, I expected like a couple hundred at least, you know, I go, how the fuck does he have 80? Like, no way. I'm like, so we had him. I'm like, let's, let's start getting this guy some subs, man. Like, cause he's funny. It works. So, and I, you guys got me over the hundred. I've done the tales to the crypt show with you too. That that was <laughs> as bad as that show. You're about <laughs> due on, by the way. I've been meaning to. You're about due on that show. We're starting to do it live every Tuesdays now. Not every, but every okay. other. So we're we're gonna take a while off. Yeah. Because we're new 2019 Twilight Zone came out season two, yep. so we're taking time off. But I'd love to have you on again for uh, tales from the crypt because it is yep. insanity. It, it it was fun. It was fun. Speaking of which, go ahead and uh, speaking of oh. your channel, go ahead and uh, go, 
<laughs> over here. Yeah. Um, eyes and tell us what you got coming <laughs> liwstudios.com is the is the main hub for all of our podcasts and videos lord and wonderland studios on youtube um, patreon.com slash lord and wonderland studios we do liw twilight zone review tales from the crypt westworld american horror story walking dead i do a bunch of tv show reviews i don't keep up with them as much as i should but if you're into those shows go ahead and check them out send us a shout out uh lord and wonderland loitering in wonderland or was it liw studios on twitter right i kept it short yeah. on that one yep yeah, any uh, any feedback, any suggestions? More than walk, more more than happy to take them. Um, I'm a whore. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever you need, whatever you want, Daddy. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> no, anything you want. Uh, go ahead and get us a hold of us there. Our our I do want to mention one thing on the show is our uh, LAW the Twilight Zone review, LAW the TZ review on Twitter. We're doing a we're doing a poll. We're narrowing down every episode of Twilight Zone, 150, 156 episodes, down to one. Right now we're at the final round, so it's two episodes. They're battling it out. If you want to go ahead and contribute to that, LAW the Twilight Zone review. So LAW the TZ review, I think is what the Twitter feed is. Go ahead and p- vote because it's it's a massive poll. I put a lot of work into it. <laughs> I'd like some payoff to it. We're going to do a review for that episode that wins at the end of whenever we finish the new season. That's all I got. I uh, I need to check out your American Horror Story reviews because I love that show. I haven't done season nine yet. I have not gotten there. I yeah, will. That, this one was great because it was a you know uh, slasher type yeah. season. So. I'm looking forward to it, but I some reason to just keep putting it off. You know, it's just one of those yep. things. It's all good. And last but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, Emperor Steve from Franchise History TV. And I posted oh. a I posted a link to your video and or to your channel in the chat too. So look at him, he's handsome. Well, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> this off um, my phone because my computer and connection inside was acting crazy. So yeah, I don't have my icon. But um, what do I have this week? I got nothing this week. I'm actually taking a break this week because of Fourth of July, and uh, I'm getting tired. Basically, trying to do all these videos. <laughs> Plus, I'm working on a big old video about Star Wars. Probably one of my last videos about Star Wars, but I know deep down I'm lying right now because it yeah. probably won't be, but <laughs> I'm working on my biggest one coming up pretty soon, so that's what I've been doing this whole week. So, if anything, I'll probably live stream, but I don't know what day. Probably one of my days off, so that's okay. what I got going on this week. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for coming in last minute. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yep. Tony Tony fell off, so. Yep, he's, he was having some issues um with his connection and stuff so he had to uh, he had to bounce but yeah and i was i was kind of like i said i was, I was bummed blurb about to take off but i do understand the uh the having a small child thing that's uh yeah I, I understand but um i guess uh that's that's it ladies and gents i'd like to thank man everybody in the chat hey raiders lost flicks just showed up uh flare x keely chow man keely chow is uh, a super fan of the channel over here he got uh, him and admiral tiberius got sent a uh, place to be reviews care pack keely chow won our first giveaway he got a a vintage uh still in the package uh nwo wolf pack flag place to be reviews sticker and a pete daddy dollar wrestling trading card which ain't worth the paper it's printed on but it's me it's me it's p double d back when i used to be fit not fat so, but thank everybody for showing up tonight, man. I appreciate you guys being here every Monday night in the chat. Uh, I'd say Flarex, Raiders, uh, Admiral Tiberius, Keely Chow, Salvador. Thank you, brother. Um, manliness and motivation. Wes, you're awesome. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody. Leo Red, you guys rock, man. Thank you uh, so much for being here. And I have 
I'm going to be on vacation starting on Thursday. I'm going to be gone, and I probably will not be on YouTube or Twitter or anything until Sunday because I will be in the middle of the woods, and I won't have the best reception. It's my son's birthday, so I'm not really going to worry about YouTube much. You're going to take weekend. him to the woods? Yep, but <laughs> uh, well, I say him? in the middle of the woods, but it's it's a fucking like fully furnished house. It's not a it's we call it a cabin, but it's a house on the river. So I mean, it's, I'm going to go sacrifice him in the woods. I, I'm Don't gonna, I'm burn gonna, down your cabin. I, I, I won't smoke my Cuban cigars in there. With yeah, a wait, don't burn down your cabin. With a waitress from the diner who, when she laughs, it sounds like Elmer Fudd sitting on a juicer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you get that. Oh, um, man. But yeah, so I'll have, uh, I will have videos coming out all weekend, though, as I'm going to do a bunch of recording between tomorrow and Thursday when I leave town. So I'm going to be sitting at my desk, uh, probably getting even my ass getting even fatter, recording videos for you guys. So you'll have stuff over the weekend. And uh, that's it, guys. Thank you. I love you. Uh, thank you for tuning in, man. And I am Etepakui to the place to be reviews. I have been here with all of you. And what do I say at the end of every show? I say, if I don't see you, have a great day, a pleasant tomorrow. Be good and be good to each other. Can you guys hear me? Oh, hey. There we go. I'm still recording on my end. Let me stop it. (laughs) Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Oh, shit.